17th and final episode of the Fish and Grits podcast for 2019. Um, Dang, it would have been nice if we could have made it to 19 episodes. We could have made it. Or 20. I mean, yeah. Oh, well. (laughs) Next year we'll have more than it. So it's all good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been an interesting year. Literally from the top of the year. To the bottom. It's been a to lot literally of- the last minute. It's like, yeah. can y'all let up off my fucking neck, please? It's been a lot of crazy shit that's been happening. And even in the past decade, since we're entering a new decade, even in the past decade, a lot of crazy shit has been happening. And so that's what we're going to use this final episode to um, to do. Let's kind of yes. go back, you know, look at the past 10 years, the crazy wow. shit, some of the best music sad celebrity deaths that we didn't see coming. I already got one off the top of my head that sticks out. Um, and then also kind of going into like manifestations that we want to happen for the 2020 Ooh. year. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you know where we were in 2009? We were in middle school. Yeah, we were, well, depending on what time of the year it was, we were about to go to high school. We were about to go to high school, but we finished middle school. So in yeah. a decade, we finished middle school. We graduated from high school. We graduated from college. And I got you a got master's. a master's. <laughs> Girl, you like, we really bossed <laughs> up this in 10 years. Like, that's wow, that's though. a lot. That's a lot to go through in 10 years. Damn, so I got like three degrees in 10 years. Three degrees is? I'm sorry, a diploma in two degrees. Yes, yes. Well, shit, high school felt like a fucking degree. It was 12 years of that shit. 12 years of, a slave. of fucking public education, yeah. public school education. So, shit, it felt like a goddamn degree in them state tests. Let's not forget True. those motherfuckers. True. <laughs> I remember that um, Obama was elected when we was in middle school. And yeah. I was pissed I couldn't vote. And then when it was the second time around, I we voted. was in high school and I, I still wasn't old enough to vote. I felt so good. I was like, oh, I feel so I, good. And then when it got to the point for me to vote, I was like, this who the fuck I got to vote for? Either Hillary or Trump? What the fuck is this? Wow. So you really didn't get to vote for the first no, time? No, I for, did not get to wow, vote until. That is so unfortunate. <laughs> Ain't that fucked up? I didn't get to vote. I missed voting for Obama twice. Not That's once. But twice. Oh, mama, thank you for you and my daddy having sex oh whenever y'all did. So I for your birthday being late. Right. And <laughs> then when it came down to voting, I was like, really? It's either Trump or Hillary? This what I get to do my first vote on? Wow. The universe. Well, next year is an important election. So you, it may be a redeemable election. Mm. May. It we, may. We shall see. Okay. Um, But um, yeah, and we might get into a few topics. Like, really, it's not much. Like, if we can go ahead and lock those out, to be honest. Um, yeah. This this K, I just want to start off with her since she's the most recent one. K, what's her name? K, is it Kayla? The girl from the Bronx? Yeah. It's her, I it's just remember her last name is um Sanchez, right? I think it's Kayla Sanchez. Basically, I think it's Kayla Sanchez, too. I didn't even know anything about this, to be honest. Like, I just recently found about it 
yesterday because one of my coworkers was like, oh, they found that girl that was kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Like they, she was explaining to me how like they were walking down the street and. Did you ever see the video? Yeah, I saw that yesterday too. And that this car lot. pulled up and snatched her from her mom. Mm-hmm. And her mom was trying to fight them off. And for some reason, I'm not going to lie. I had this feeling like, what if this was like a setup? No, you didn't. No, I'm for real. I because because of the crazy shit with Jesse Smollett and some other shit that's been happening. Because I feel like there was something else that happened before this that ended up being staged. I was just like, wouldn't it be crazy if this wasn't real? So then when all this shit started coming out of like how she staged it because they were supposed to be going back to Honduras and she didn't want to go. And then another story came out today that said that she didn't want to leave her 23 year old boyfriend. What? Yes, like it's a 16 year old, a fucking minor dating a 23 year old man, and she didn't want to leave him behind. And I'm like, ain't no telling what thoughts he didn't put in her head. I thought they said that it was because her mom was overprotective. That too. But, well, she, I was dating 23 year old men, sis. Yeah, and ain't no telling what he's telling her, what lies Mm -hmm. he's telling her here, manipulating her. Like he probably the one that snatched her up. Yeah, he he probably told her, look, you can just come live with me. You ain't got to leave with your mama. Y'all, that is wild. So though. I just like, I didn't want to be one of those people to be like, this shit ain't real. But I just had a, a sneaky suspicion. I'm like, if this came out and it was fake, I just wouldn't be shocked at this point because of all the crazy shit that's happened this year. Damn. But I was just disappointed because I'm like, girl, I, w- I mean, like, I understand if you have an overbearing or a strict parent, but I would never go to lengths like that because, girl, people, women out here are getting snatched up and sex trafficked Left like crazy. And right. So that's not, this is not the time to be playing like that. Like, out of all the ways you could have, you know, scared your mama or like told her, like, I don't want to go to Honduras, you would basically stage yourself getting kidnapped. To come back 24 hours later and then mm-hmm. be like, well, it was fake. I just didn't want to move. It's like, don't do that to your mama. Yeah. Like, it might be a reason why y'all moving. You don't know that. Like, yeah. I just, it, it could be family related. It could be financially related. Like, I just, to go that far. Ooh, child. It was just too much. And like, in a way, I feel bad for her because it's just like, because huh. everybody was like coming for her like after mm-hmm. everything came out but then it's like I feel bad for her because it's like okay what really is going on for you to go to this extent like we need to like help you like what is going on and then another thing that I was feeling like is you know I like the whole Jussie thing and like people say like, see this is why we don't even believe victims when they come forward because this shit be fake, all this type of stuff. I still mm-hmm. don't want people to take this example and discredit the other tens of thousands of women of right. color that are becoming snatched up and missing away from their homes. Right. Because it's not their fault that this unfortunate child decided that this was the right decision to do for her case. Mm-hmm. It's not their fault. So let's not take, you know, the light away from them or the researchers for searching for them and like just place all this negative doubt on everything like right. come on y'all right there was be a better girl, about it there was a girl a girl who worked for Domino's in Canton this just happened this week I just found about out about this story today this girl went out to deliver a pizza she never came back oh my god they found her body today mm. and her fa- her manager was the only one that noticed that she hadn't returned her family didn't even notice that she had been missing because apparently they do not keep in contact with her like that 
the aunt said sometimes a girl would just come to her house and park her car in her yard and fall asleep there. And they just didn't think anything of it. And I'm like, she must have been running from somebody or it was a crazy boyfriend or something. Cause that's weird to just like come up to my house unannounced and just park your car there and go to sleep. Mm. Like she must've been running from something. And the fact that like, y'all didn't even know if she was missing, you know, or that she didn't come back to work. And they're like, if the manager had noticed, like, Y'all never would have known something was wrong. It's just like hella weird to me. Hmm. Like people are like women are getting killed out here. They're getting snatched yes. and killed. So there's just not, it's nothing to play with, you know? Cause I can imagine the fear that her mama, like what she was experiencing knowing like her daughter just got snatched from her arms. And it was a very real possibility at the time that her daughter may not ever come back. That's just wild. You know, it's like, you don't, you don't play like that. So I'm going to pray for her because yeah, it's a lot going on with her. And their family. Like, oh my yeah. God. So, um, the other thing is Lizzo and like the the thing at the basketball game. Um, um, my whole thing was what like. What you think about that? I was just like, why? I got to argue with somebody at work about it. I mean, my thing was, I could, like some people, I feel like some people were using this to fat shame her. Mm-hmm. But for individuals who literally were just like, I thought it was inappropriate or I thought it was tacky and people were trying to call them fat phobic. And then somebody on Twitter was like, well, Beyonce just posted a picture of her ass out and y'all be praising her for it. But when Lizzo do it, it's an issue. Um, and that's where fat phobia comes from. And I'm like, I'm not even a Beyonce stand, but what you're not going to do is sit up here and compare Beyonce um, photo shoot of her promoting her new, uh, Adidas Park. Yes, when that. was her booty out of all oh, that? You remember that? With that, the that, that in the back. Yes, you're not gonna compare oh God, those two so situations. Different. That is a fucking photo shoot, and Beyonce ass not even out. She got on a fucking Leotard. She's on a Leotard. You're not gonna compare that to Lizzo. My thing is, if motherfuckers think it's inappropriate, it's in. If that's just their opinion, like, but there are there are people, or there were people out there that were using it to fat shame her. Yeah, and I'm and 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 those people were being fat phobic. But for the people who were just like me, who felt like it was inappropriate or it was tacky or it was just like, why would you do that? It's like I don't give a fuck if it was Lizzo, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, Beyonce, Rihanna, Rihanna. I still would have <laughs> thought, why the fuck would you go out there with your ass out? I'm sorry, but is it bad that the first time I saw it, I my initial thought was. Did she put her naked ass on them nasty ass chairs? That's what I'm saying. Like germs. That's what I thought about. I was like, ew, the germs. That's immediately what I thought about. I didn't even like care about her ass nothing being out. And then somebody tried to equate it to uh Janet Jackson in the Super Bowl thing when her Are you came fucking out. kidding me? I said that is not the same thing. They was it's like, not. well, no one. You see how everybody was in the uproar over like Jenna Jackson boob coming out? I was like, first of all, there was a wardrobe malfunction. And Justin Timberlake, Timberlake popped her titty out and right. to this day has never apologized to her for Exactly. It. And so what they like, did to her career. Exactly. I was like, those two things are not saying. And what really that person's main comment was, I'm at a basketball game and there's kids there. They kept bringing up the kids. And I was like, honestly, kids today, y'all need to be focused on raising y'all own kids instead of expecting the world to raise y'all kids. So I was like, take the kids completely out of the conversation. Yes, it was inappropriate. It's a basketball game. Your nasty ass should not be on the naked chairs. I got that part. But what was killing me was that people's main point or validity of the whole fact that they were trying to make was it's kids. I was like, no, y'all need to focus on raising y'all kids. And just tell you, if your child, if my child saw somebody ass, I'd be like, listen, 
She doing what she want to do. We don't agree with that. That's inappropriate. You cannot do that. Once you get of age and you want to start making those decisions at her age, you can do that. But right now, that is inappropriate. See that? You're not going out here with your naked ass. That's different. That's me raising my child. That was the only thing that I was trying to say. And they got upset and was like, uh-uh, that's not okay. Uh-uh, no. I was like, okay, when y'all want to have a constructive conversation about what we're trying to do right now, then y'all talk to me. But don't don't talk to me right now if you just want to do this and go back and forth. And then somebody said that she was uh she was hypersexualizing herself. Mm, Lizzo posts like, pictures on Instagram of herself naked all the time. So. Yeah, and it's just like, and it's like, are you it? Are you trying to say like, um, you know, um, fat, I'm beautiful, da 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 da? And then somebody was like, or are you really just hypersexualizing yourself? Because like I mean, black women are hypersexualized anyway, but it's just like I guess I feel like we're, we're trying I don't, to say what was the end goal. I feel like you can hypersexualize yourself all you want to as long as it's you that's doing it and you have consent. A lot of times black women are hypersexualized without their own consent or, or any yeah. agency over them. It's like it's being put on you rather than you claiming it and you making an active choice to be hypersexualized. And I mean, you got bitches on Instagram hypersexualizing themselves all goddamn day and all you motherfuckers do is like the picture and move on or praise them for it. So what's the issue that Lizzo want to do it? Like, mm-hmm. I love her confidence. I just feel like this shit wasn't cute. And I just feel like, why? The seats, yeah. those seats are nasty. A thousand asses have been on those seats, That's and a thousand more will come after you. And I'm like, if you had a cloth down there, cool. But I'm just like, why, Lizzo? Like, what, what, what? This ain't cute. If Rihanna did this shit, I'd be like, no. If Beyonce did, I'd be like, bitch, you are a mom. And if Cardi and Nicki did it, it's like I would expect them to do some shit like that. But I would still be like, why, why? What was the reason? Yeah. What was the reason? <laughs> In the words of Cardi. <laughs> what was the reason? What was the reason? That shit Her loud ass. But, um, yeah, that's all I got to say on Lizzo. You know, like, I love your confidence, girl. Keep doing what you're doing. You know, but don't do it no more. If it was on stage, cool. But don't do that out in public. I don't want to be in a grocery store and look up and I just see ass in my face. Yeah. You know, like, while I'm trying to get me, you know, some, some ice cream or, you know, some snacks or something. So, um, what was the other thing that we were going to talk about briefly? Oh, the Golden Globes. Oh, Honestly, yeah. all I have to say is, like, are we really surprised? It's just another affirmation that we shouldn't be putting so much stock into these white um, award, award shows. shows. And if anything, we should make our own or attend the ones that are actually out there. You motherfuckers should show up to the NAACP awards. Show up to the Soul Train Awards where you actually get nominated. It's like, I'm not surprised. It's fucked up that Jennifer Lopez could get nominated for a Golden Globe for her performance in Hustlers. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't want to say whether or not the performance was worthy of a nomination, but I'm sure it was not better than Jarrell Jerome acting his ass off playing Corey um, in When They See Us. So it's fucked up that he didn't get a nomination or that the film, the, the series itself didn't get one or that like Euphoria didn't get anything or uh, I know people was going off about Lupita not getting one for her role in Us. Bruh. And I don't know if Us got any at all or if it was just her that didn't get any, but it's fucked up that it has to be that way. But Can we, we just... gotta stop putting so much stock into these white award shows because they do True. not care. Can and what's just... gonna happen? Oh, I'm sorry. And what's this is my final point? What's gonna happen next year is that it's gonna be an overabundance of colored people being nominated for them to make up for this bullshit. It's always on opposite ends of the spectrum. There's never no in between, nowhere. It's either black or white. But I just want to say the three people 
Jarrell Jerome, Lapita, and Zendaya, listen, seen all three. I think Zendaya is amazing in Euphoria. You cannot tell me that this was, like, not a stretch for her and that she didn't pick a job. Lapita, come on, bro. Are y'all serious? This lady, like, studied, like, the disability issues with the voice. And, like, I felt it to the point where it was just like scary for me she said that she had to go like on a whole meditation retreat after she did that role because it was just too much that she was carrying along with her and come on Jarrell come on are y'all serious this is just like I agree just stay the fuck on I don't I white people business and y'all just need 10 to our own let's just 10 to our own take care of our own give our own the credit when it's due and we just need to do that moving forward. And on top of that, none of us watch the fucking Golden Globes any fucking way. So why yeah, I do just we the care reel. so much? All we're going to do is get look at Twitter. the red carpet look uh. on the shade room. Say we vote, we going, we want everybody black to win. And then mm-hmm. when the speeches come out, look them up on YouTube or wait for them to post them on social media and just cheer uh, for the win. Like, we're not going to sit up here and watch these boring ass fucking shows. So why do we care so much? Because I'm telling you now, I ain't never seen the motherfucking Golden Globes, Oscars, Tonys, SAG Awards, uh, Emmys. I ain't seen none of them hoes. And I'm not going to. And I don't mm-hmm. watch the Grammys. One, because music ain't like it used to. And they also be shortchanging motherfuckers. But we continue to watch. And we continue to go, Beyonce. <laughs> They're never going to give you that album of the year. But you continue to go. But you won't go to the Soul Train Awards. Mm, no idea why. She's so, come on, come on, sis. I think she's coming back. Honestly, I think she's done. She's coming back. Don't know why she left, but she coming back. And a yeah, lot of times next year, didn't she get nominated for something? Did she get I, nominated for a Grammy? I don't know. They be they fucking over on her. But I also think a lot of times. Around this, like, award season, like, definitely those summer months, a lot of times a lot of people on tour or something or they working on, like, movies, all this type of stuff. And sometimes you might not be able to come. I get that part. Which is why, like, all those other award shows, they do it, like, in their own season. I don't know, bro. Yeah, we got I don't think every together. year Beyonce... She's not on the tour every year. I got that That's part. what I'm saying. So I just think that there is a way that you can find time. Like, when she went to the NAACP Awards this year... I was shocked as fuck because I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. And but then she performed at the BET Awards with Kendrick. That one year, yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, please go up to the Soul Train Awards because Don Cornelius gave black folks a platform, especially black artists, people she looked up to, gave them a platform to perform back in the day and for black people to dance mm-hmm. and those images when no one else probably would have allowed them to come and perform. So I just feel like he walked so y'all could run. So the least y'all could do, especially because she gets nominated at the Soul Train Awards, is show up yeah. or perform. Like, I feel like I haven't seen her perform there since Destiny Child was together. And that was after Aaliyah died and they did their uh, emotions performance. And she broke mm-hmm. down and cried at the end. I'm like, that was a long fucking time ago. So I'm just like, I just need y'all celebrities to do better. Y'all be hosting these Grammys and Oscars parties. But I don't think yeah. I'm doing that shit for none of the black award shows. And it's just disappointing because it's like, why do y'all put so much stock into the, what these white folks do and their opinions? If we could put this, this same amount of money and effort into the BET Awards, revamp it, make it a fancy event. Maybe if we painted that bitch gold, you motherfuckers would actually come. Maybe it's because it's silver and it ain't gold. That's why y'all don't show up. 
Because I ain't gonna lie, gold is a better color than silver. <laughs> but maybe if we just did that, y'all would show up. We just need to build our own things and stick to our own things. That's it. Build for us, by us, and for us. Thank you. And I couldn't agree more. Now, back to what we were going to do initially, which is go over the last 10 years. So, oh my God. 20, 2009 to 2019. Oof. So, um, like you said earlier in the show, like we graduated from high school, college. I got my master's. Um, we're in our school. careers now. Like, literally, that was from ages. Oh, my God. I was 14, and now I'm 25. God damn. 14 and 24. Damn. Damn. Wow. Like, that's a, that's a huge that's a chunk lot. of life Imagine experiences. Imagine being in prison that long. Ugh. Wow. Damn. Um, I don't even want to think about that. Um, I'm going to start with a celebrity death, which was Prince when Prince died. Oh, yeah. I was not prepared because I just remember chilling at the house. And I remember I saw in the shade room, they had said that, you know, he had been hospitalized. And I was like, okay. Lord, please. Like, we didn't lost. We had lost in 2009, mind you. We had lost Michael Jackson. Yeah. And when we lost Whitney, it was, what, 2012? That one hurt. Uh, yeah, another one that hurt. So, it was, like, for Prince. You know, like, and the thing that was is, extremely like, unexpected. Expected. Though. Because no one knew Prince had a drug problem. You know, we knew yeah. stuff about Michael and Whitney. Like, of course, Whitney's was, like, heavily publicized. And with Michael, mm-hmm. you knew some stuff. But just, like, you never would have expected Prince to have those issues. So when the next post came up and said he died, I was like, oh, my God, are you serious? Like, it just, I'm not even a big Prince fan. But it was just, like, I was not expecting it. It's like, we already have so many legends that have passed on. And there are, like, still a good handful or a few that's left that we need to give them their flowers before they leave. But it was just, like, the outpouring of love that came after Prince died and just like thinking about his impact and the artist that he, and he had a good ear for music because I just saw an interview with Snow Allegra recently. Mind you, that was my yeah. first time hearing her speak. Mm-hmm. And I was actually really shocked because her voice is so different from her singing voice. And she yes. has a slight accent, mm-hmm. but, and she's dating Michael B. Jordan, by the way, which I was like, wow. Um, I saw that video. So they really dated. I thought it was yeah. just her. Cause I was like, they really kissing. These yeah. are real kisses. They're dating. Um, wow. But she was talking about how Prince discovered her three years before he passed and how, like, one night he called her at 4 a.m. after a concert and was like, you want to go get some donuts? And they were in the middle of Kentucky. And you just hear all these stories about him, like Dave Chappelle, when, like, uh, Charlie Murphy was talking about how they played basketball and Prince won, his, him and his team won, and then fixed them pancakes afterwards. But then you look back and Prince played basketball in, like, high school and middle school. So it was like, he actually is not fucking joking. Like, he's being dead ass serious. It's mm-hmm. just funny to think that Prince had on a blouse and some platforms and was fucking shit up on the court and then was like, <laughs> you want pancakes afterwards. But then when you hear the donut story, it's like, it's starting to make a lot of sense that Charlie Murphy was legit not mm-hmm. lying. So it's just like, it was just like, damn, Prince is really dead. Like, it just wasn't expecting it. And he, he just left Atlanta a couple of days before he died because he had a concert at the Fox Theater. So I'm like, when shit like that happened, I'm like, damn, it really hits me that I'm never going to be able to see those people in concert ever. 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 And then right later on that year, uh, Childish Gambino came out with Awaken My Love. And in my mind, I was just thinking, like, I wish, which is, a, which is an album I was going to bring up later as one of those albums. 
It's so good. That oh is so God. good. It is decade. I was just so upset because I'm like, damn, I wish Prince had Prince just was here made to listen to, to it. hear that. And I just wonder what his reaction would have been. Because that, that was, amazing. was so authentically it was amazing. 70s disco funk inspired. All so all of it. It was just like, it was a great homage to that period of music. And I just wonder what Prince would have thought had he heard it. So it just really hurt my heart. I was like, fuck, like I wish Prince had been here for it. So that was a death that hit. And since we already talking about the album, that fucking album, that fucking album, I can hear the piano in the beginning. Which is my own red bone or just like the no the title track. I mean, I just Charles Gambino, like I just is what's the name of that one? Oh, wait, the night me. Okay, that's oh, so, the night me. That's like the night me and your mama. The night me and your mama met. No, the night me and your mama met is later on. That one is just oh, I like me and your one mama. Too. I like that. Yeah, because I think the night me and your mama met is like the long one. It's, yeah, it's like, like the rock, longest it's like rock one on roll, uh, yeah. electric guitar. But yeah. yeah, like, but me and your mom, man, I just that album is just so fucking good. I was that I was a senior in college. It was yep. Thanksgiving. I remember it was Thanks. It didn't come out during Thanksgiving, but. It was around that time. I just remember for Thanksgiving, I was trying to play that album for my brother. And he was like, eh. Like, he wasn't as moved as, like, the rest <laughs> of us were. Like, I feel like for my peers, like, a lot of people in our generation were just like, this album is so fucking amazing. And I'm just like, <sighs> Trash Gambino is a shit. From movies to <sighs> music. I just, I, I don't understand Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you can just be so great at so many things. I feel like this is how y'all feel about Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Same sis, that is how we feel about oh Beyonce. Because you know what album, you know what album I'm gonna bring up. Actually, there's Beyonce, two. Beyonce there's and Lemonade. <laughs> yep, there is two. Yep, yep, yep. Self titled. I know exactly where I was when self titled dropped. <laughs> I was at Tuskegee University freshman year in my dorm room. Uh, Adam saw I was studying for finals. I was up late that night up studying and I don't know how but I got a notification that Beyonce had an album or something. Was I Did I have Apple Music then? I don't know what I had then. But it popped up and I was like, I woke up my roommate screaming, yelling everything. Wait, roommate Derricka, my oh, we were in college. We were, I thought we were still in high school for some reason. No, it was freshman. It was freshman year. It was December freshman year. I was studying for finals. You're right because we were we were in college. Yeah, you're amazing, right. phenomenal album, phenomenal sis, phenomenal. Um, and then it had the visual. It was a visual album too. And that was when she just dropped with no record label, no nothing. It was great. Okay, going to Lemonade now. Lemonade. I remember where I was Lemonade. I still haven't seen it because she gave us a hint that Lemonade was coming after she performed at the Super Bowl when she did Formation mm-hmm. she did Formation with Bruno Mars and Coldplay yeah Coldplay and then like Formation came out no Lemonade came out in April and then she had a whole fucking uh, album I mean movie well, Lemonade, I remember everybody was going out that night, and I said, fuck y'all, I'm staying in my dorm room, and I'm watching this shit come on HBO, and I watched it. 
Um, and then I bought it, and I had it on my phone, and I still have it on my phone on Apple Music before she snatched that shit down. Because she took yeah. Lemonade off of it. I've never seen that album. I what? It's him. good. Yeah, the I would, poetry, I watch the symbolism. Beyonce was in her bag, bro, and she only getting started. Um, Another album or two that I can think of, um, To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. I just love... it. That album is so detailed from the title to, like, the sequence of songs to the storytelling. Like, I would give Kendrick that, like, he knows how to put... He knows how to tell a good story lyrically, but also album-wise. Like, when you think about Good Kid, Mad City, there was a whole... Like, technically, the last song on the album was the beginning of the album. But it's mm-hmm. one of those albums that, like, you could play it all the way through, and it starts over, and it's just one circular story. And then when you get to the end of September Butterfly, and you realize he was talking to Tupac the entire fucking time, and that that was a, a an old interview that had never been released... So he got his hand on some archival footage and was able to, like, that's some deep shit. And then for him to, like, look up at the end and Tupac is gone and you realize, like, well, you know, either time ran time ran out for Tupac and time ran out for them in their conversation because Tupac is dead. It's like, that was a deep-ass album. I know a lot of people don't like it sonically, but I'm like, that album is, that album is deep as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it, the, the production, I love the production. I would say... I'm going to give it to J. Cole, too, with um, Born Center, because I just remember getting up hella early that morning to go um, purchase that album at Target and popping it in my car and blasting it, and I was just, like, so impressed. I was like, man, I fucking love J. Cole. I love this album. It's better than the first one. Like, yeah. And then, mind you, that summer, later on that year, <laughs> we saw him in Atlanta. That was my first music concert. So I'm like, that album sticks out. And then <sighs> Big Crits, which this is a later album, because this, this came out in 2017, but Big Crits, Forever is a Mighty Long Time. Because it was a double album. Both albums were really good. And I was just really proud of the fact that like he his label shitted on him for two of his albums and then get him the support he needed. And he came out with that double album with the features he had on there. I was shocked. I was shocked that the 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 response that it got. I was like, I'm really proud of Big Crit. And he he's independent and he's really doing his thing and showing that he didn't need a label. And it was just a really good album. I think it was like his best album. It was like the album you have been waiting for from him. I don't know if you've ever heard it, but that that album. And then of course Solange. Um Yes. I see the table. Seat at the table. It that was just carried like, me senior year. A seat at the table carried me. Over the finish line. Yeah. I feel like what Big, big Crits Forever is a Mighty Long Time was her uh, a seat at the table. It was like, it. you felt like they had arrived. Like, Solange had always been dope, but I feel like that was the one album that really just got everybody to pay attention to her. And, and realize in the Sky still slap. Yeah. It's a classic. You know, like people stop calling her Beyonce little sister, and you really, you heard people that's say, lunch, oh, Solange, that's the lunch. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, she always been dope. I don't know why y'all never like Tony. Right. Tony is a fucking bop. That's the whole song about how she got pregnant. Yep. Uh, un- uh, like, uh, Wasn't it the other night? Pregnancy. Oh, wow. Yeah, the other night. I think it was the other night you got me pregnant. Or the other night. Tony's actually the other night. Oh, it, it might be oh, wow. But for some reason, I, I thought it said the other night you got me pregnant. And at the end of the video, it's her and him. And she's like, I'm finally in love. Like, thanks to you. Like, 
that it, it was just a deep video and I was like Tamari just talented as fuck she just a different type of like to me she remind me of Left Eye for some reason mm. like you don't recognize her genius until later on and fortunately Left Eye died Damn. But when you go back and look at her verses and stuff, like that bitch can rap and she was deep as fuck. And she was just different. She was she was weird and different, but I liked it. And she, but she was a Gemini, so it kind of makes sense. What? Gemini. I know you're going to hate me for saying this. What is it? But I think that credit should be due to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Oh, I'm not gonna hate you for that because that was Kanye West before he was Kanye West. So yes. I'm not, I'm not mad. I didn't even know they came out in this decade. What year did they come out in? We were in high school. Let me uh, see. My beautiful dream. All you gotta do is type in my BEA and it comes up. It came out in 
<laughs> what? Wait, what's another song that came out? Lady and Fidelo. It's a quarter
I don't know. I'm trying to think of who else I would want to see. I want to see Tyler. I want to see Rihanna. I want to see her in person. I don't need to see her in concert. Um, I would like to see her. I wouldn't. I would like to see Cardi B in person. I would not. Mind I would like seeing, to have lunch or dinner with Cardi B. I would not mind seeing. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody like a legend, legend, like this that I would love to see. Um, they are half of them dead, so shit. Damn, I can't think of nobody off the top of my head. All right. What's okay. some good TV shows and movies? Um, Atlanta. Oh, yeah, Atlanta was good. The whole fucking Marvel franchise. Watchmen. Y'all did Watchmen. that. Oh, Y'all yeah, the did finale. That. Y'all did that. Yeah, it was sad. But you know what pissed me off about him was just like, you have all this fucking power. You literally right. are a god. Why the fuck would you let yourself die like that? That's what I don't get. It's like, like everybody kept saying, like he had all that power and he could have did so much good and he didn't do shit with it. And it's yeah. like I couldn't be mad at Lady True because Lady True was like, "Bitch, since you don't want to do shit, I'm gonna take your power and I'm gonna be the one that's gonna fuck the oppressors up for every color person on this goddamn planet." Yeah, I'm gonna be the one to do it, especially her because I think her mom was um, affected by that uh, shit. That happened in Vietnam during the war and how like, you know, they they called them the invaders, how the American people came over there and basically made Vietnam a state and took over. So it was just like, I cannot be mad at her for that. Because I'm like, Dr. Manhattan, like, it takes nothing for you to like, yeah, take these motherfuckers out. But then like, who is he to do that? Because even if you, because in my mind, I was thinking, even if you took racism out the equation, there would still be sexism, homophobia, xenophobia, transphobia. Like, there would still still be so much hate and greed that, like, if you just took out that one portion, like, it's still a lot of stuff you still got to combat. So it's like, ugh, like, where does the balance come in? Because you could take out every racist motherfucker out there and they still have issues. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I just, that's my only thing with Dr. Manhattan. But I just hate, I fucking hate that him and Angela didn't get another 10 years, so... Good show, they, though. The House of Representatives just voted to impeach Donald Trump. All right, let's get to the trial. <laughs> um, uh, Queen Sugar. Queen Sugar. You know what, bitch? I still haven't seen a, a finale for this season. But you know why? Because Oprah's bitch ass. And now <laughs> has... Oprah. No, you didn't. Yeah, I'm a blind No, you didn't. Because... Why do you keep calling Oprah bitch? Because On Demand is on there, but I have to pay for it now. Mm. which means I have to wait until the next season until it becomes free again to actually watch it and then I tried to watch it on the Xfinity website and you still have to pay so fuck you Oprah for giving us good content but making us pay for it after a certain amount of time so I I don't know what the fuck happened on the finale all I know is Ralph Angel and Nova got cool yeah and that's it Um, what's another good show Um, Big Little Lies Game of Thrones even though it ended sucky, Game of Thrones. I'm gonna still give it to Game of Thrones. Um, damn, what's some other TV shows? Damn, um, I, I guess I'll put Insecure on there. Yeah, Insecure. Um, who else? I feel like we're missing TV. Yeah, like I feel like I'm missing somebody black, and it's important when they see us. Yeah. 
This is us. It's good. Oh, girl. Yo, scandal was this decade. Fuck, this is us. How get away, how to get away with murder? Scandal. Oh my god, scandal. I actually just got off the phone with Angie Thomas about um one of the writers on This Is Us, K O E Gun. She is going to be the screenwriter to add out Angie Thomas's second book on the come up to a movie. Mm. And this is a black woman. So Here I just got off the phone with her. Was it Monday I was talking to Angie Thomas? Look at me bragging. <laughs> Look at you. Right. Just Flex. real casual. Real casual. <laughs> I, I had got off the phone with her about it and I was just asking her what she thought about it. And she was like, they're really good. Uh, they're friends outside of like Twitter and stuff. So she hit her up when she got the job and she was like really excited about that because she said it came full circle. Um, but yeah, this is us. Um, I said how to get away with murder. You still ain't caught up to how to get away with murder, have you? Mm-mm. I'm tired of you. I'm Mm-mm. I'm just exhausted Mm-mm. with you. All right. I would say power, but fuck them for this past season. You know what? If I gave it to Game of Thrones, I'm gonna give it to Power. Okay, right. Power. Okay, Power. Um, is that it? I'm surprised you didn't put Blackish on there. Oh yeah, I love Blackish. Blackish mm-hmm. is it. I don't know. I I don't want to leave nothing out. I mean, I said the whole Marvel franchise. Um, Queen and Slim. Oh my God! Yes. Um, us get out. Oh yeah, get out. Set that for up for us. Did you see that new movie that's about to come out with Janelle Monet? Yeah, Antebellum. That shit looks scary. If the whole premise of the movie is oh, y'all snatching movie. up black people and throwing them in the time machine and sending them to slavery, that to me is the scariest well, idea. It reminded ever. me of this book I read called um, Kindred, mm. um, where basically this woman is transported back to slavery times. And she learns that this little white boy that she keeps saving is her ancestor. Like, she has to save him in order for her to exist. Damn. And the only way she gets transported back to her present time, mind you, she's married to a white man. The only way she gets uh, transported back to her present time is if she's near death. So, like, the first time she gets transported back, she either hit her head or she got, you know, she hit her head. And that's how she was transported back. One time she got whipped for teaching the slaves how to read. And they like like whipped her. And that's how she was able to be transported back. Like it was crazy. And one point her husband got transported back with her because he was touching her when she got transported oh back. And then he got stuck. And he tried to stay on the plantation with her so they could go back together. But somehow they got separated. And time in the past works differently time in the present. Like in the past, she might have been there for seven years, but in the present, it may have been like a week or two weeks. So, yeah, it's a really good book. But that's what the movie reminded me of. But another movie is um the A Quiet Place. That was a really good movie. Um, but I would say it came out this decade. Um, I'm trying to think of TV shows because I feel like I watch a lot of shit. Rick and Morty. I don't watch Rick and Morty. Um, God damn it. Any anime that I ever watched, Attack on Titan, that was good, that came out this decade. Um, Attack on Titan is a good one, too. Um, mm, 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 
mm, I can't mm, think of nothing. Think. Me neither. Me neither. Um, did you have any celebrity deaths? Because you didn't really talk about that. I think Whitney and then Prince. That was it for me. Was Amy Winehouse, did she die in this decade or was that before? I'm not even sure. I don't think her death hit me until after. You got older? Yeah. When I watched her documentary and I just realized how amazing of an artist she was. I know I'm not ready to see that. Girl, it's two hours, but it's so good because it really goes into, like, how troubled she was as an individual because of her family life. Like, her mom and dad's relationship wasn't that great. And then I don't think her dad was a good dad when he was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And she moved out of the house at a very young age. Like, she moved out when she was 15. And I guess stuff worked differently over there in the UK because I was like, that's crazy as fuck. But, (laughs) um... She she got emancipated and moved out of the house, and she had got involved with some guy that was a little bit older than her. But her songwriting skills, like she could just write a song off the drop of a hat about whatever she was going through. And then when she got married to that guy, like that did her in with the drugs and stuff. Anything he did, she was following right along with him, because I think she was just searching for that love that she never got from her dad, and. Then when he broke up with her, she went through another bout. And then you see how famous she got towards the, what was that, second album? What was the name of the second album? Mm, not sure. Is it Back to Black? Maybe. Whatever Rehab was on. But her first album, uh, what is it called? What is the name of her first album? Frank? That fucking album is amazing. That's when she was healthy and she was really kind of in her prime. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that album is fucking phenomenal. I was just like, this is a nice-ass album. Because on that second album, she was skinnier. She was going through some shit. And then her dad became her manager, and he was like a Matthew Knows. Like, it was always about work, 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 work. And then the alcohol and stuff just took its toll. And she died. And I was just like, this is a dope-ass woman who had a lot of issues, and no one was around to help her. No one just stopped. I mean, the friends that she had tried to but over time she stopped she just stopped fucking with them and so they just fell out and then she was starting to make amends with a lot of her friends but then she died because hmm. one of her friends said she called me like the night before and was telling me how she was gonna come to my wedding and how she, this then the third and next day next day she was dead i just and then the black guy who like worked with her um salam salam remy like I don't know, man. She was just a dope individual. It's just really sad how she went out. Yeah. You know, so young, too. Like, she just she just needed help. Somebody should have been there for her. Somebody said, should have said, fuck the music. Like, let's just, let's, let's take care of you. Because no one was taking care of her. And that man broke her heart. And broke her spirit. So, um, I can't think of no more deaths, though. Like, Michael Jackson, I remember that. That was a sad week. Yeah. They played all his videos. The fucking Jackson. The Jackson family. The American Dream movie. Um, the BET Awards ended up having to switch around the show to honor him. Like, it was yeah. just really sad. Like, and I keep listening to Butterflies by him. And I'm like, Michael Jackson was the fucking shit, bro. <laughs> like, he really was that nigga. <laughs> Because his videos and the music was just so goddamn good. I just, it won't be another like him. I'm trying, I feel like somebody else died that we ain't naming. 
I can't think of nobody else. We got Whitney, we got Prince, we got Michael. Bernie Bernie Mac died in two thousand eight, never mind. I mean John Witherspoon just died, so Yeah. That's 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 one. What about stuff we accomplished? Well, you got your three, no, two degrees. You got me saying three degrees. It's who we both moved to the East Coast. You moved to New York. Yeah, I moved to Jersey. Life. I was a president at my university. Mm. Um, I got a promotion. Moment. The memories. <laughs> yeah, I got she got a promotion. Uh, I, uh, Spellman. It gave me a lot. And I really love college. I really love college. Yeah. A I lot of memories. College the most. Yeah, I got a lot of memories in Atlanta. So I think I'll never forget that. And just graduation, that whole graduation was so fucking long because we had like Thursday through fr- Sunday. It's just a different event. But like when we did that event where we like, go through the arch and the alumni are like lined up and we walk through them and they're like keep going and like we all wearing white and it was hot as fuck that day too we had on our cap and gown and oh, it was so fucking hot I just remember crying because I was like bro four years of this shit is finally over but to see all these beautiful black women that came before me and they all lined up surrounding us telling us that to keep going and it's just the beginning that is that shit hits yeah. Because when we first get there, we all lined up on the on the yard and they tell us like, you know, hug your parents for the last time because parents, the next time you see, I mean, technically it wasn't going to be the next time, but they were like, the next time you see your girls, they're going to be walking through this arch and they're going to be graduating. And the first time we walked through it, we were walking through it as freshmen. And you just see all these different people hugging their parents and crying and like saying goodbye, you know, letting go. And then the next time, I just remember looking over as I was going through the arch with my friend and seeing my brother and my mama and them just waving. That shit. That's some deep ass shit. Yeah. It was a very emotional day. It was fucking hot, but I just was crying. I was like, I really did it. Like, I really got my fucking degree. We did that. Yeah, we really did. You know, I'm like, look at all these black women cheering me on. Like, mm-hmm. these are generations of women who graduated from Spelman. And we were out there a long time. Like, it was all the way up until 2017. I wish I could have went back for the class of 2018. Mm-hmm. So I could have been there. I'm sorry, I said 2017, 2016. I wish I could have been there for the class of 2018, but I wasn't in Atlanta and I wasn't flying back for this shit. But, yeah. Um, it was alumni all the way from the 60s. Like every generation had to walk through them until they got to us. And it was like 500 of us, I think. So, you know, good, good memories. Um, being in New York was just a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget that. And then I just moved back from there. So I'll never forget Adulting, that. Adulting, man. Adulting. Um, I had a, I got a nephew. My brother finally had a baby. And you I got a niece. A niece. <laughs> So that's something. She's my heart. Um, She's I'm so 25. My heart. I'm ending this decade a quarter of uh, a century. Yep. 
I'm a sure lot of us, mm-hmm. a lot of us didn't make it to see 25, didn't make it to see college. So very blessed to go into 2020. Well, shit, it's still some days left, so I might not make it. But, uh, you know, for right now, <laughs> you know, blessed to be going into 2020. You know, 25. And looking towards 30. Wow. Fucking 30. He's here. Is the next milestone. And my brother will be 40 and my mama will be 60. That's crazy. He's here. Wow. I don't even know what I'm going to look like when I'm 30. I'm probably still going to look like this. I feel like we're still going to look the same. I feel like I'm going to look like a little kid all my life. Yes. And I'm, I don't know if that's a bad thing because it's like, it's good to look younger than what you are. But for some reason, I'm like, I want to look like Megan Thee Stallion when I'm 30. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'm not going to look like that. Megan Thee Stallion. No, because I feel like I see people do these glow up challenges where they show what they look like tw- at 12 and how different they look now. And I'm just like, I feel like I have not changed. Like, I haven't changed. So I'm just like, what the fuck do I got to do to look my age? I don't know. What else is there to go over for the past decade? Mm. Before we go into manifestations. I feel like it's just so much. I think that's it. It's just a lot. It's a lot. I think what I'm proud of for this decade is just the reemergence of female hip hop. Mm. Because when we started the decade off, there was only one. Mm-hmm. But now we're in the decade, and it's about a dozen, if not more than that. And That's they me. all had their own styles. Excuse me. I'm just, I'm just, I'm happy with where female hip-hop is. So, that's good. Um, manifestations for 2020 and beyond. Mm. You want to go first? No. Um, manifestations for me. I think my manifestation is to always know my worth and to speak on my worth and pursue my worth, even when the outside voices in society likes to place a dollar sign on my worth. I know who I am. Um, other manifestations, I am manifesting good health, amazing skin, um, love, prosperity. Good health for my family, everything above, just all good personal vibes, good professional vibes, everything just good. Um, I want to become better mentally, um, emotionally in 2020 and also beyond. Um, I want to be in a new headspace, a better spot financially in 2020. Hopefully, you know, got some new opportunities that are coming my way. I'm claiming them. Um, And that I boss up. Yeah, but really, I think the most important thing for me is, like, the whole mental aspect and the spiritual aspect. That's what I'm manifesting. Um, uh, for me, good health for me and my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new job. Moving. I like to move. Uh, I like for this podcast to skyrocket bow, 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 bow. like you didn't even mention the podcast sis I'm sorry <laughs> um I can't wait I'm gonna be two next year so I just cannot wait to see him toddling around 
Um, his teeth at the top are already coming in, and he's going to have a gap, and that's going to be so cute. Yeah, uh, just positivity, love, happiness, really wanting to be happy. Um, and I don't know, maybe some business ventures. Who knows? Um, you already have your thing going with the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it's time for me to look into going into the business side of things with I just want to be happy and healthy and my family the same. And I just want to be good financially, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. And I'm so excited for what Marvel has in store for 2020 and beyond. So <laughs> I hope my life to see it. Marvel. I'll be manifested. But yeah, other than that, like, you know, these are not resolutions because I'm not, I'm not going to stick to a resolution. It's just all things that I'm going to speak into existence. That yeah. I would like to happen for me, and that I'm gonna plan to try to make happen. Try is the key word. But yeah, this concludes the Fish and Grits podcast for 2019 and this decade. Yes, and we wish you guys nothing but the best good health, mm-hmm. good money, mind your business, get your skin popping, get your mind straight, get your money together, stop counting other people's coins, focus on yours in the 2020 year. Yeah, so this was fun. <laughs> um, there is more to come. Um, maybe more changes. But in growth. look forward to seeing us in 2020. Yeah, with more growth um, from us. And we appreciate the people who did listen. Mm-hmm. And we hope we have more. So, this is King A and Daya signing off for 2019. Peace out. <laughs>